We expect a lot from our homes. They're more than a place to hang your hat. They're where you try your hand at gardening and new recipes, rest and recharge, work and play. And that's why at HomeAdvisor, we're committed to keeping your home up and running. Whether you need to repair an overloaded appliance or you're looking to create a backyard retreat worthy of a summer staycation, use the HomeAdvisor app day or night and we'll find a local pro to get the job done right. Whatever you need, we'll do everything to fix your everything. Download the Home Advisor app today to get started. This is Indian Noir. You're listening to Fear FM, Season 2, Episode 2. Oh no! Anjali exclaimed as she ran towards the spot where Seema had seemingly disappeared. She could now see what the poor girl had missed as she walked backwards, taunting her and Deepa. A pit, surrounded by dead roots and browning grass and dry earth, like the maw of a predator. It was twelve feet deep with oddly smooth walls. Anjali heard a cry for help as she walked close to the edge of the pit and peered in. Presently, the bottom of the pit was lit by the afternoon sun. She saw Seema, her face covered in dirt, reaching up as if she was expecting Anjali to magically stretch her arms out and rescue her. Was this a well back in the day? Deepa, who had now reached the spot, said to Anjali, Doesn't matter. We need to get her out of there, Anjali said. Deepa stared at the helpless figure waving at them from the bottom of that hole. Help me, help me, find my parents please, Seema said. The sun is still out, so you can see down there, girl. Imagine when it gets dark, Deepa said. Stop it, Anjali said to Deepa. There is no need to be cruel to her. No need to be cruel, Deva thought. Every insult, every instance of bullying Deepa had suffered at the hands of Seema now flashed in front of her eyes. Let's leave this bitch down there for half a day before telling anyone. That will teach her a lesson, Deepa said. A second later, her eyes lit up and she said, Better still. Let's promise her help only if she agrees to keep her mouth shut. Not funny, Anjali said as she looked around for a rope or a vine, something she could use to get Seema out. I think we will need to get the adults involved. Deepa, why don't you go and get some help? Anjali said. I'm not doing shit for this Deepa Dobba. You should go. I will keep watch. Make sure she doesn't get eaten by spiders. The last part of that sentence, Deepa shouted into the cave, eliciting a shriek from Seema. Deepa laughed. 
I'm not going to let you stand guard if you are going to be nasty to her, Anjali said. Deepa made a zipping motion across her mouth with the fingers on her right hand. Not a peep from me, madam, Deepa said. Anjali looked her up and down in distrust. Promise? Promise. Anjali turned her attention back to Seema. Seema? I'm going for help. What was the landmark you said would lead us back to our families? Anjali said. Keep walking to your left and you will see a large rock that looks like a human head. Take the path to the right of it, Seema said. Well, 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 it looks like you know this place well, which means you must come here with the junkies. Or do you come here to fuck that rich nightclub owner's son? You have a lot of guts criticizing us, you, Deepa ranted. Stop it! What did I tell you? Anjali said. I'm sorry, Deepa said. What if it was you down there? Anjali said. Do you think this bitch would help us if that was the case? If the roles were reversed? Would she be nice to poor, ugly, worthless Deepa? Deepa said, glancing at Seema hatefully. I would help you. I'm your friend, and I'm sure she would too. Any half-decent human being would, and that is precisely what I'm trying to tell you. Deepa, if you want my friendship, I expect you to be decent. I expect you to help this poor girl, Anjali said. They could both hear Seema crying from the bottom of the pit. For the first time in a long time, Deepa felt shame. She was ashamed that she had considered using the misfortune that had befallen Seema to seek revenge, to humiliate her. Go, get help, Deepa said, patting Anjali's shoulder. Seema, I am here. I'm going to wait with you. Anjali will get us help, Deepa said. Seema's cries grew louder. She was seated on the ground, head in hands. Go, Deepa said. Thank you, Anjali said as she waved goodbye to her friend. Be strong. Anjali fought the voice in her head, which asked her not to abandon Seema. It told her not to trust Deepa, told her she was making a grave mistake. But Anjali kept walking. She had never been good at talking sense into her best friend. But she needed to believe that Deepa would not betray her trust when a human life was involved. Don't get lost, pal, Deepa shouted out to her departing friend. Deepa watched on as Anjali disappeared into the bushes. A tight knot formed in her belly. What if Anjali got lost? Deepa shook her head to remove the thought from her mind and moved closer to the edge of the pit and looked down. Talk to me, Seema. Seema did not respond. She was glaring at something. She suddenly stood up 
and looked up at Deepa. I, th I think there is a small tunnel ahead. I think I can crawl through it, Seema said. Don't. You don't know where that will take you. You have no light. You might get lost, Deepa said. You're right, Seema said. I just want to get out of here. Anjali will be back soon. So just sit tight. Talk to me. That should keep your mind clear of any crazy ideas like the one you've just had. Deepa said. Seema laughed nervously. Deepa joined in. I I'm sorry for the things I have said. Sorry for the things I have done to you. Seema said. She sounded genuinely repentant, which made Deepa's feelings of guilt worse. No, you are not, monkey, Deepa said. That's a tame name coming from you, Miss Foulmouth, Seema responded. They both laughed, and laughed, and laughed. Till Seema stopped laughing. Deepa? There is a sound coming from the tunnel, Seema said. Must be a rat or something. Don't lose your shit. Stay calm. Something is coming through, Seema said. Deepa looked down into the pit and saw Seema bent at her waist, peering into the darkness. It's a... it looks like a... Seema said. What is going on? Deepa said. Seema scrambled away to a section of the pit where Deepa couldn't see her. Deepa ran around to the other side, hoping to catch a glimpse of Seema. She could only see her feet. Stay calm, Deepa said. She looked around for something to throw into the pit. She saw a large rock next to her. She picked it up and looked back down into the pit. At a creature dressed in red. Its face obscured by shadows. Its human hands were latched around Seema's neck. The petrified girl was struggling and begging for help. The creature looked up at Deepa. Its grip tightened around Seema's neck as she squirmed and kicked. Deepa heard the creature's voice, clear as the day. Something vulnerable and monstrous at the same time. Something human and ethereal at the same time. You should come down too. And help me with the ceremony. Join your friend. You are after all the right age. Deeper picked up the rock and threw it down into the pit. The creature moved to avoid the projectile, and in doing so, light from above fell on its horrid face. 
Deepa would never forget that sight till the day she died. It would haunt her waking and sleeping hours. Conjure the kind of fear that would paralyze her body. The monster moved at the speed of lightning, dragging the hapless screaming Seema into the dark tunnel. For an instant, Deepa's eyes locked with Seema's fearful eyes, and it felt like her heart was about to be sliced open. Deepa wanted to leap in and help the girl, but she lacked the courage. For all the big talk she delivered about being rough and tough and the ultimate tomboy, her bravado failed her in that moment. Fear had frozen her legs to the spot. Deepa did nothing. A scream died in her throat as she watched Seema being dragged away. <laughs> 